The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 1st of August. In your squeeze today, Boris Johnson and Northern Ireland. Crown responds, George Kalambaris's apology and getting your dating vocab sorted. This is your squeeze today. Boris Johnson's been Prime Minister for about a week and over the last couple of days has kicked off a true-to-form eventful tour of the UK. He's been booed in Scotland, he's hugged a chicken in Wales, but it's in Northern Ireland where he's just finished up talks that's perhaps of most interest, Claire. Yes, and that's of course because that Northern Ireland backstop is still an issue. It hasn't gone away magically in the last uh, few months since Theresa May's leadership Uh, was being resolved. So I guess we haven't spoken about it in a little while uh, in the podcast. Can you give us just the brief background on on what the Northern Ireland backstop is? Yeah, look, it's very detailed and it's probably the issue that actually killed off Theresa May's leadership. So that's how important it is to this whole Brexit process to the UK and to the Parliament. What it is, is an arrangement given uh, there's the Republic of Ireland, which is remaining in the EU and Northern Ireland, which is a part of the UK, uh, in its negotiations with the European Union, what Theresa May had agreed would be this arrangement called a backstop, which if they couldn't resolve issues about how to deal with that border, uh, the ties would remain to the European Union. And where Theresa May came unstuck is that a lot of uh, UK politicians thought that that would keep them in the European Union one way or another, even if they Brexited. So that's the issue that they need to resolve. Johnson has said that that arrangement has to go. He just won't have it and Mm. he won't sign up to that and would leave the European Union without a deal unless the EU can come to the table with another arrangement. Yeah, that position on a no-deal Brexit, obviously quite different to Theresa May. That deadline is the 31st of October. Police in Canada are still having no luck tracking down accused murderers Bryash, Magelski and Cam McLeod. But even more frustratingly for police, I'm sure, it's been revealed that the runaways have had contact with the public all before an alert was issued for their arrest. Yesterday, a couple of those stories came out. One was that a local man uh, helped them to get their bogged vehicle out of a muddy field. Uh, He yesterday recounted um, that and says that he's of course, pretty lucky that he came out of that unscathed. And then just last week, uh, it seems that they were stopped uh, on the road by one of the First Nations safety officers. They do alcohol Mm. search uh, checkpoints when people are going into some of these very remote areas that are controlled by those First Nations groups. And yeah, they were stopped at a checkpoint and then moved on because they didn't have any details that police were looking for them. In some of our major papers today, there are large one-page advertisements from Crown Resorts titled A Message from the Crown Resorts Board of Directors and opens with the line, setting the record straight in the face of a deceitful campaign against Crown. I say some newspapers because nine newspapers took 
a different approach. They decided not to run the ads. Of course, those newspapers, the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age, are the ones that have been uh, really getting into this issue about what's been happening at Crown Resorts and outlining all sorts of claims around uh, money laundering and their dealings with Chinese high rollers who could actually uh, be big alleged crime gang figures. So instead of running the ads, what they've done is give their responses to Crown's responses. So it's a pretty aggressive uh, position from those newspapers, but they're certainly continuing that uh, campaign and looking into those details. Former MasterChef host George Kalambaras went on ABC's 7.30 last night, mainly to answer questions about the fine issued to his business by the Fair Work Commission for underpaying staff. Yeah, he went into great detail outlining um, several times that it was his business that put its hand up uh, a couple of years ago to claim those underpayments, that those underpayments had actually been uh, paid back to um, current and former staff, but it was really late sales question about what sort of toll it had taken on him personally um, that um, really brought him a bit unstuck. He, he had to take a moment to collect himself to answer that. And of course, for MasterChef fans, did he talk about what went down with the contract negotiations that led to him and, and other judges leaving the show? Yeah, he was definitely asked about that. What he said is that their salaries had been settled. It wasn't an issue of money. It was that of time and that given MasterChef took up six to seven months of their year, uh, he and the other judges just really wanted some more time away from that show to be able to pursue other projects. An update to another big story. Israel Folau has lodged his claim with the federal court. The Australian this morning reporting that what he wants is an apology compensation and to be able to play for Australia again. Noting it is a Rugby World Cup year, Australia's first game on the 21st of September. I'm sure he's eyeing off that date. From Israel Folau to inflation rates, one thing that's up is petrol prices. Yeah, a lot. Um, Petrol prices rose 10.2% in the April to June quarter. And notably, uh, fruit and veg has gone down. What about inflation more broadly? Uh, What happened uh, when all was said and done, the annual inflation rate is 1.6%. That's up from 1.3% in the March quarter. Uh, It means that uh, we're still well below that figure of inflation that the Reserve Bank would like to see. And again, that's kicking off more speculation about an official interest rate cut a bit later this year. And while we're on it, noting that the US Federal Reserve has cut interest rates for the first time since 2008. Now, I haven't been on the dating scene in a little while. Claire, I kind of miss the dating app phase that we're in now. So this final story is very informative and explainer on modern dating terms like like paper clipping. Well, you probably um, are too young to, to remember Clippy, who was a really helpful slash unhelpful no, I know who he is. Of yeah, tool in Microsoft products. And the theory being uh, why he's relevant to this is that he would pop up with helpful suggestions just after you've really uh, gone through the whole process of working out whatever function it was that you were looking to do. So, yes, on the dating scene, it's that that guy or that girl that pops up um, quite unhelpfully um, after you've really moved on from it. I like trickle ghosting. That's when someone yeah. slows down their communication <laughs> with you, you know, just gradually basically says, no, nah, I'm not interested. 
Treacle ghost. Well, I'm probably the <laughs> probably the one that uh, I'm more familiar with uh, via some friends who are interested in this sort of dating app um, time of their lives is flexing. So oh. uh, that is um, people who put um, very sort of extreme and interesting photos on their dating app profile. So they're really sort of flexing their life oh, about yeah, okay. how fabulous they are. Yeah, there's a whole lot of terms. Have a look in the Squiz Today email. Um, get yourself across those and, you know, use them in a sentence today. <laughs> What's the song lyric, Claire? Song lyric today is Katy Perry's uh, I'm Coming At You Like a Dark Horse. Got that for two reasons. One, today is the horse's birthday, so if you've got any spare carrots in the fridge, you might want to, you know, just put them in your okay. in your handbag or, or your satchel. Of course, they all celebrate the, sel- the same birthday for those who may not yeah, know that. Yeah, just in case yes. you run into a horse, you might want to say happy birthday. Uh, but also um, Katy Perry has lost to fight over uh, that song. That. Yeah, it looks like um, certainly well, they've been found in, in a court to have ripped it off from a, a Christian group. So that's uh, a bit of plagiarism there. So I've got the link in, in the Squiz Today section on all of that. Great tune though. That's all from us today. Plenty more in the Squiz Today email. If you read the email every day this week, you'll go in the draw to win a $100 book pack from Alan and Unwin. That pack actually includes Sarah Bailey's newest crime novel, Where the Dead Go. She was our three-minute squeeze this week. Have a great Thursday. As always, we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. Today you.